now it's time for the only show that doesn't care about ratings, Witness Radio, with your host, Ryan Muniak. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Witness Radio, the only show that doesn't care about ratings, because our sole purpose is to save souls on purpose. Go to witnesstalkradio.org for more episodes and syndication options. You can also stay connected with us on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, or call us at 513-900-8070 and voice your opinion. Today, we are talking about, uh, and yes, I said we, because I have with me in studio today my lovely, beautiful wife, who is very talented, Elaine Muniak. Elaine, thank you for coming on to the show today. Oh, it's such a pleasure, honey. So, the reason that I have my lovely wife on the show today is because we are doing a brand new radio show. That's right. Faith and family. The reason that we decided to do a new show, not that Witness Radio is going anywhere. No. uh, But the reason we decided to do a new show is basically one day I was driving home from work and was listening to the FM radio dial and every station had their morning show going on and well let's just say there was a lack of any substance i know what you mean (laughs) so i would go to the christian stations and their morning show would basically be trying to do a secular morning show with stunts and gimmicks and all kinds of things but keeping it clean at best it'd be classified as family friendly right honey right there, there wasn't really anything Christian about it. Then I would go over to the secular stations, and I would start listening to their morning shows, and that was just filthy. Mm. And, again, no substance, nothing of eternal value, mm-hmm. which I was expecting with a secular station. Mm-hmm. But it was basically indistinguishable from what was being offered as a Christian morning show. So, Faith and Family is going to fill the gap. We're going to be like a morning show, but it's actually going to have substance. It's going to talk about eternal matters. It's going to talk about different things that will help you, hopefully, listener, to grow in your faith, in your walk with Christ. I just really feel like it's really going to... um dig deep it's not going to be a watered down christian show that is uh seeking to draw in listeners and and tickle those ears it's no it's gonna be rich and deep we're gonna have tough controversial issues that we take a hard stance on we're also going to be talking i mean obviously about our personal lives our struggles in our christian walk and our victories where the lord has brought us from so yeah it's going to be have some of the similar taste of a morning show, but it, it's definitely going to be a set-apart morning show, as it were. Absolutely. Maybe we should have went with set-apart morning show or set-apart radio show. I like Faith and Family. I do, too, especially after seeing what Christina LeBron has come up with for the logo. It It's really just amazing. And, well, let me try to explain the logo to the listeners. Uh, the words Faith and the word family are both in like funky block letters. Mm-hmm. And then it says uh, an ampersand in the middle of that with the radio show underneath it all. 
It's very um, old time radio looking. I think if you go and look, you'll you'll see what I mean when you look at it. It, mm-hmm. it definitely has a classic vintage look to it that we love so much. We also have a new theme song for the show. It's not done yet. It is very. I don't want to say raw because it sounds great. Yeah, she. Oh. But it, it's definitely not finished. Uh, Carrie, you know, because it's the holiday season has not been able to get into the studio and record it and mm. add the music to it or anything. So this is a, we, we've only heard a, a home recording of what she's come up with so far. And it's acapella, so there's mm. no musical instruments or anything. But it is amazing. Yes, and I love the fact that the woman who wrote You Just May Be a Heretic has done our radio show song. I just... Love it. (laughs) Don't judge me, folks. (laughs) So we're going to play that audio for you right now, the the new theme song. And again, it's rough, so it's a little bit hard to understand the lyrics. And here's the clip from Carrie Atala. Enjoy. Keeping the faith in the family. Keeping the family. Scripture is perfect and applicable. The more that we study, the more biblical. Our lives can become again, even be fun, so long as the truth is a prize. A Lord above all, make us holy and wise. Don't you just love that? I do. And for those of you who couldn't understand the words, Elaine, what what are the words in that song? Okay, it says... She sings, keeping the faith in the family, keeping the family in the faith. His scripture is perfect and applicable. The more that we study, the more biblical our lives can become. It can even be fun. So long as the truth is our prize. Oh, Lord, above all, make us holy and wise. Amen. That's one thing that I really like about Carrie Atala's music is it is very Christ-centered, very God-glorifying. Amen. And I love that she did that even with our theme song, which mm-hmm. is, you know, that's what we wanted. You mm-hmm. know, we want this this whole show to glorify God and to exalt Christ. Amen. And don't you just love the sound? It's so old-timey, just like the logo. I love it. Love, love, love it. If you couldn't tell, we're a bit old-fashioned, even <laughs> though we're just getting into our 30s. <laughs> that's okay, though. <laughs> But I think it's us and it, you know, the words and the logo and everything is just signifying what the show is going to be all about. And so it works yes, well. I agree. So we did a, I don't want to say pilot episode because it's not actually going to air, but a rough draft episode. Mm-hmm. And we talked about Christmas and the holidays. So this actually will never air aside from today these clips of that show we're going to share with you now some excerpts of our test show it's kind of a practice run to really get our feet wet and to also um, get insight from you guys um, as to how it sounds if there's ways that we could improve there are things you like you don't like Mm -hmm. so without further ado we bring you faith and family after the break. You're 
listening to Witness Radio. Imagine Jesus walking onto your local college campus. What would he say? Would he be like Matthew chapter 9, seeing the people harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd, and say the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few? At Christian Collegiate Network, we are sending workers into the harvest. We are training students how to proclaim the glorious gospel, not only in the way that they live their lives, but how to speak to the campus community about the gospel. If you want to support our ministry at Christian Collegiate Network by becoming a campus leader or financially, go to changeyourcampus.com. Christian Collegiate Network, changeyourcampus.com. The good news is Striving for Eternity would love to come to your church to spend two days with your folks teaching them biblical hermeneutics. That's right, the art and science of interpreting scripture. The bad news is somebody attending might be really upset to discover Jeremiah 29.11 should not be their life verse. To learn more, go to strivingforeternity.org to host a Bible interpretation made easy seminar in your area. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking about Christmas today. So, Ryan, what's your favorite part of Christmas? Well, you know, it's all about tradition. The Just the holiday of Christmas for, for Christians. It, it's We have a lot of traditions that we do. Putting up the Christmas tree, hanging the lights, doing the mistletoe, going to church. You're not really church. a fan of those, though. The, the hanging up of the decorations, are you? No, I, I hate <laughs> putting up the decorations because I have to take them all down in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. I figure we should just leave it up all year round like some of these uh, liberal, more liberal stores or progressive stores that we see where they've got a Christmas tree up all year round. They just redecorate it for each season. <laughs> Except I would leave it Christmassy all year round because mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to redecorate, let alone take it down. You're so full of Christmas spirit. <laughs> bah, humbug. Anyway, the Christmas traditions that we really like to do are, I guess they would be more evangelistic because we're more focused on the one who came than the celebration mm-hmm. itself. Yes, evangelism is a big part of um, our celebration of Christmas. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we do is on Christmas morning, before we let the kids dig into the presents and rip apart the wrapping paper, we sit them all down and we open up the Bible and we read about the birth of Christ. We read from Luke chapter Mm 2. And I got to tell you, that is my favorite part of Christmas is getting to share the birth of Jesus Christ with our children. I mean, granted, I share it more than just Christmas, but that that's become a tradition of ours that I, I really cherish. Mm-hmm. And it really makes the focus in the right place from the start of Christmas Day and not just about, let's, let's see what all we can get out of Christmas. Right. And, you know, another thing that we like to do as a family is, well, you do most of it because you're the cook (laughs) but what we do is we we make these up and then we package them up nice and we we take them along with christmas cards 
or gospel tracks or both or whatever mm -hmm. and we go to the local police station and fire station and we give them these gifts of, of home-baked goodies mm -hmm. and I think the police and fire really enjoy getting gifts during the holiday season because they do a thankless job mm -hmm. you know, nobody thinks to go up and say hey thanks guys for working on Christmas or thanks for all that you do during the holiday season because from what I've heard it is one of the busiest times of year for both departments oh wow I just know it is wonderful and we appreciate all that they do and how they do put their lives on the risk for for us and the rest of the community and just to do that one little thing and also to you know give them the gospel obviously if they they don't know Christ um you know they're in a in a line where their lives are um on the line every day so they mm. need the gospel absolutely they do and speaking of people who need the gospel another thing we like to do is buy gifts for people and since we're already buying gifts we try to lean towards evangelistic gifts for people. What are some of the evangelistic gifts that we have bought for people in the past? Aside from the Christmas card that's got a gospel message or the tract we put in the Christmas card that's got a gospel message, um, Living Waters is amazing at offering DVDs and books that um, are very interesting subjects that lead into the gospel. Um, so that's typically where we'll go for more evangelistic style presence. But I'm sure there are other places too. Right. And some of those things would be, for example, 101 Things Your husband Husbands Do to Annoy Their Wives mm -hmm. by, by Ray Comfort. You know, it, it's very funny and has a lot of quirky things. Most of them are about Ray doing them to mm -hmm. his wife. Uh, but it also contains a very clear and concise gospel message. Mm -hmm. So that would be good for newlyweds that you know, or anyone who's married, really. Mm -hmm. I also like the movie Genius because it's uh, about John Lennon. And who hasn't heard of John Lennon before or the Beatles? Um, so I think that pulls them in. And then, like you said, it, it provides a clear and concise gospel message. So really the best of both worlds. You're happy. The person getting the gift is happy. Right. And one thing that I really like about that one in particular is the fact that it really clearly touches on false conversion mm -hmm. at the end. But I did have one question. Who are the Beatles? Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> Mo moving on. <laughs> so another thing that we love to do with our kids, and this isn't really evangelistic, it's more just fun, um, mm -hmm. is we like to take them to go see Christmas lights. And where we are, there are quite a few places to take them. Right. You got the zoo, you got just displays downtown and in the squares and parks and stuff like that mm -hmm. but there's also one place that we really like to go to and that is christmas town at the creation museum in petersburg kentucky and it's 
it's wonderful. It's all it's all pretty, and they they expand on it every year. The lights. I don't think mm-hmm. we've gone, and there hasn't been something that they've added to it. And of course, who you know, what kid doesn't like to see a, a lit up dinosaur? Right. So <laughs> yeah, it, it's a giant garden of lights with thousands upon thousands of light displays. They've got the live nativity with Mary, Joseph, and baby Jesus. They're, got bulls and camels and sheep and all that Mm -hmm. hanging out outside and if you listen carefully you might even hear the gospel playing in the background right and one last thing that we like to do is we also like to watch our favorite christmas movies that we watched growing up as kids Mm -hmm. and we'll get into more of that after the break From the archives of Lord of the Rings Country, 14 rare Beatles photos from their amazing 1964 tour. This unique publication looks closely at the greatest rock band in the history of mankind. They're rarely spoken of personal beliefs and the one statement that rocked their world. What would take four young impressionable atheists and make them into believers in God? What did John Lennon really believe about the afterlife? And despite his intent, why is his famous song Imagine about the reality of heaven? Don't miss The Beatles, God, and the Bible by best-selling author and producer of 180, the award-winning movie seen by millions. This eye-opening book is forwarded by Grammy Award winner and former U.S. manager of Apple Records, Ken Mansfield, and comes with a free DVD copy of Genius. What do Jewish people believe? Or Muslims, a Mormon, or a Jehovah's Witness? If you've ever wondered, then the book, What Do They Believe?, is for you. From the differing views on God and Jesus to sin, salvation, and eternity, What Do They Believe? will help you get an accurate understanding of what other religions believe. What Do They Believe? by Andrew Rappaport. Available now on Kindle and at strivingforeternity.org. Welcome back. Today we're listening to segments from a new radio show that is being done by my wife and I called Faith and Family. What are your thoughts so far? Give us a call, 513-900-8070. Now here's another clip from the Faith and Family radio show. So what do we learn about God through the birth of Christ as we're thinking about you know, Jesus in the manger, what do we learn about God? And I would say one of the biggest things I think about is his sovereignty. I mean, you see this helpless babe born in a manger and King Herod is out to murder him and God divinely protects him. I mean, apart from divine intervention, Christ would have died. Wouldn't you agree, honey? Yeah, absolutely. You know, but God is in control of everything. And we knew that, well, we know now that he would never have succeeded because it was prophesied that -hmm. Christ would come. Amen. We also see um, Jesus' deity in the account of the birth of Christ because we see people coming to worship him, to give him gifts, um, the type of gifts you would give to royalty. So, I mean, we 
through this account, we see that he was not just an ordinary baby, but there was something very special about him. Well, yeah, I mean, immaculate conception. (laughs) That only (laughs) happened once, Mm -hmm. and it was with him. Although I'm sure some others try to claim that. Anyway, moving on, moving on. Um, We don't just learn about God God through the account of Christ, though we learn about man. I mean, we see um, the depravity of man. How did man respond when Christ came into the world with hostility, with violence? Um, They were, I mean, they were trying to kill Christ. So we see that they did not want the Messiah to come and to reign. They did not want to um, bow their knee and mm-hmm. uh, give up the the prestige that they had, the, mm-hmm. the success. And we see that all throughout his life, from his birth all the way through to his death. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's so true. But, um, you know, when we think about that babe born in a manger, we have to think about... I think it's most important for us as Christians to think about why he came, what he was doing in that manger. And he came for a very special reason. So we can't look at the manger without looking at the cross. That's true. You know, without the babe coming in the manger, we would never have seen the God-man dying on the cross to pay for the sins of mankind. Mm -hmm. And... Had he never died on the cross, we never would have seen him rising from the dead. Defeating and all would have been lost. Exactly. We would have all been going to hell. Mm-hmm. That's what's so amazing is so many people talk about God's wrath, um, atheists and whatnot. And, I mean, you can just so clearly see his mercy with Christ mm-hmm. that we deserved nothing good we we deserved total annihilation and separation from god eternally in torment forever and ever and yet he showed such kindness to to come and to send his son in human form um to pay the fine that you and i owe that we deserve right the fine that we owe because the bible says that the punishment of sin is death Mm-hmm. We have a debt on our heads, mm-hmm. and there's only one way it can be paid through the shedding of blood. The Bible says without the shedding of blood, there will be no remission of sin. Mm-hmm. Your sins can only be washed away through the shedding of blood. Yours or uh, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, your blood's tainted. Your blood's not good enough. Mm-hmm. To wash away the sin mm-hmm. because it's covered in sin. Mm-hmm. And even so. our righteous deeds are like polluted garment, the Bible says. That's right. We actually needed a transfer of blood or a transfusion where Christ's righteousness was imputed, not just infused, but imputed to us. That's a fancy word. It is. I'll let you describe it or define it in a moment. (laughs) And then our filthy rags, our wretchedness was actually transferred to Jesus on the cross. Mm -hmm. We took his place. He took our place. Mm -hmm. And the wrath of God was poured down upon him from heaven 
when he was on that cross. Mm-hmm. And we can clearly see that um, he was the Messiah that was to come because, as you said, he fulfilled all the Old Testament prophecies. Um, just in his birth alone, the Old Testament prophecies that were fulfilled, that he was born of a virgin, that um, he would be a, a Nazarite, and raised in Bethlehem, all those those pieces just right at the beginning there. That he would be male. I mean, yeah. we, we saw years ago we were at a, a Christian bookstore, I use the term Christian loosely, that had a plaque for new parents that said, for this child we prayed. and It actually changed the gender and used she instead of he. And when I asked the store management about it they said oh well you know different versions say different things i said they all get the gender of jesus christ correctly (laughs) needless to say we don't shop at that store anymore (laughs) no i think they went bankrupt oops i might be able to figure out who that was so now this offer of eternal life this offer of salvation of switching places with christ has it already happened for everybody Or is there something that needs to happen in order for it to be credited to us? Well, I want to be careful here because this is definitely not a works righteousness. It's not about doing. It's about what's been done. But yes, we are to respond to that. And we are to respond in repentance and faith. Repentance is to have a godly sorrow over our sin that leads us to the cross, that that makes us cling to Jesus. (laughs) Um, A turning away from not just our sins, but a turning away from our sinfulness, our mm -hmm. sinful desire. Amen. Yes. Our sinful nature that mm -hmm. we get from Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. And and trusting in what Christ has done for for our atonement. Um, Those are the key elements of salvation. And you see that all throughout Scripture, even in the Old Testament, before Christ came. It was about repentance and faith. God was always calling Israel to turn from their sin and go back to God in faith. Right. So it's actually, it's not two things that are happening. It's actually one thing that happens, two sides of the same coin, basically. Well, in the Old Testament, they were waiting for the Messiah. They were trusting in the Messiah to come, whereas we now trust in the Messiah who has come. Mm-hmm. But it's turning from sin, turning to God. Amen. Doing a 180, mm-hmm. which is another great movie to give away for Christmas. That's right. Even the faith in the family. Ratings. We don't need no stupid ratings. You're listening to Witness Radio with Ryan Muriak. <coughs> but we like Ryan. <coughs> we do! Just go to witnesstalkradio.org. Welcome back to Witness Radio. So what did you think? Do you like Faith and Family Radio Show? Let us know. Give us a call at 513-900-8070 or... Let us know via email, radio at muniacfamily.com, Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, however you get a hold of us, tell us. Carrier pigeon? (laughs) Carrier pigeon, yeah. So tell us what you thought of the new show, which that wasn't the whole thing, but hopefully you got a taste and you'll want more. So before we close this episode, we'd like to share with you 
a clip from Charlie Brown Christmas, one of our favorite Christmas movies of all time. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Until next time, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And the fields are ripe with the harvest. So what are you waiting for? Get out there and share the gospel. May God bless you. This radio has been brought to you by the Muniac family.